0: we have a fabulous instrument, our body. It's an amazing divine instrument. The heart beats, you know, it's not because of what we think. It is something more than what we can control or do. So, So to realize that we are all connected, we are all basically part of the bigger much, much bigger than than we, we think we are.
1: It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by Most exercises and workouts, whether they be running, biking, elliptical, rowing machine, traditional weightlifting, or even CrossFit, do not give you a balanced workout. And when you do workouts that neglect even one area, you're out of balance, resulting in pain and injury as well. Achieve your goals with the fitness program your chiropractor would love. Visit chrisjenkycom pod to watch the free video. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm here today with Ravi Sahai. Ravi, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing very well. I'm very excited to be with you, Chris.
1: I'm excited and... to have you here too, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank, yeah, thank you again for joining me. Um, quick introduction. Tell everybody uh, you know, what you do and, and how you help people in the health and wellness area.
0: Well, um, I am 74 years old. I just celebrated my birthday on February 9th. uh, And uh, I have regained my health using uh, something that is basically natural and uh, uh, basically lifestyle changes. So at this point in my life, I want people to know that they have all the instruments inside uh, to lead a healthy life. And health is wealth at any stage. So I have written two books, but my main purpose is to share with people and empower them to lead a healthy life. It's unfortunate that one out of two people are chronically ill in this country, and the cost of healthcare is actually threatening our basically existence uh, as a country, as a as an individual, as a community. So basically, it's an optimistic message and sharing that you can regain your health with empowering yourself.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I. I... I'm testament to that as well. I've been unhealthy in my life. Uh, and and sounds like you may have a story of something you came back from, or were, did you go through kind of an unhealthy phase? What, what was that like? And then how did you get out of that? How did you get to where you are now? Uh, yes, um,
0: actually, I came to this country at the age of 23. So that was 50 years ago, or 51 years maybe. Uh, and I worked as an electrical engineer and you go through the ladder and become you know, successful, got two master's degrees. But then uh, my health started to fail uh, in small increments. Like I had blood pressure, high blood pressure, you start taking medicine. Then after that, my sinusitis was flaring up. There was nothing much that can be done except some anti instruments then uh, I had eczema and after that the big one hit at 2003 I had a heart attack
1: oh boy a
0: stent was put in uh, and then I had congestive heart failure in 2007 2012 they put a pacemaker uh, and uh, after that I, my health has started to improve because I took charge of myself. I started to eat healthy. I started to look at my stress level, which of course was created by mind. And uh, I went to integrative uh, medicine doctor. My cardiologist is integrative medicine. She is well-renowned. And gradually with uh, Ayurveda, which is holistic uh, lifestyle medicine from India, um, like you, Chris, I do yoga, I do meditation, I eat mostly plant-based. And uh, right now I take two, uh, sorry, three medicines, but my pacemaker has been disabled. My ejection fraction is normal and I lead a, a healthy, normal life.
1: That's great. And, and through steady lifestyle changes, Ay- Ayurvedic medicine is, I mean, it's thousands of years old. It's based on natural healing. It's based on, like you said, plant-based lifestyle changes. And that's fantastic. I mean, you had a heart attack 20 years ago and, and you don't need your, your pacemaker, like you said. And it's amazing what lifestyle changes can do, right?
0: Yes, and uh, Ayurveda and microbiome, these are the two things we need to talk about. And what I'm going to say up front that this 5,000 years old holistic medicine had a knowledge of microbiome. Wow. And microbiome is the biggest discovery that the conventional medicine has found. And yet, Pharma is looking for a pill, but the answer is not in a pill. The answer is in empowering ourselves and getting our lifestyle in order. Right. So, so that is the message that you and I have to give because pharma is not do, going to do that. And that is the most crucial part of yeah. our bending the curve.
1: And, and, you know, you see it in a lot of ancient... Um recipes like for example i'm i'm part german polish you know they they would eat sauerkraut with the hot dog you know that because they knew they knew the sauerkraut helped to digest you know you see it in um with like kimchi in asian Mm -hmm. cultures you see it with like fermenting of vegetables uh in in all kinds of cultures you know kind of historically and you're right i think it's something that modern medicine is just now finding out and you're right they are trying to put it in a the pill they already have you know this is this is your uh, your gut health pill when really it takes you know healthy food do you do you have like a I, I kind of go back and forth on this on sometimes I'll give myself sort of like a quota to, uh, of vegetables for the day and sometimes I'll sort of let it organically happen do you have like any kind of quota or do you have like a a secret recipe that you do every day. I, I do like a green vegetable juice drink most days. Um, do, you have, do you have like a, a rockstar recipe in that way? Uh, well, the, the answer is to some
0: extent, yes. And, at this, uh, and also I have provided a framework in my book. So let me, uh, let me say this, that a diversity of food, mostly plant-based, you cannot go wrong okay and when I said diversity means eat fresh and when you say eat fresh you're eating local and fresh also means organic so in my book I say you know if we can have 20 to 30 varieties of of vegetables and fruits in a week that is good okay and similarly you can have different kind of rice you can have different kind of lentils and uh, You know, in fact, uh, uh, in Indian stores, you'll find the variety of lentils that are available is is just amazing. But the other wonder thing is the mung bean, you know, the Chinese call it mung bean, I call it mung beans, you know, which is Indian. But but sprouting mung beans uh, every, and it's so simple to do it because 24 hours you soak, and 24 hours you and it and it, it is sprouted. And then I put variety of probiotics on it, you know, in like sauerkraut, like kimchi, like this pickle in Indian store, which is ginger and turmeric. Uh, so that is a base with which I would uh, do my breakfast. I also make my own kefir and the kefir making is so simple. It's, uh, it's simpler than yogurt because yogurt you have to boil milk, and you can mix milk. You can have plant based uh, milk also, like almond or soy milk, um, or coconut milk, or you know dairy goat milk. I take a little bit of uh, those. Uh, so making your own fermented kefir, mm. it is a great idea. So prebiotic and probiotics, that is where our emphasis should be Absolutely. so that our yeah. gut is healthy.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned coconut milk. I know coconut's a very important prebiotic, right? Coconut, uh, coconut vinegar, I think, has a lot of prebiotics. Um, how do you make your kefir? What do, you, what do you do? What's your quick recipe? Yes, so it, it, first, of course, it's in my book. But
0: what uh, what I do is, you know, this uh, tea leaf uh, strainer that we have with tongs. So in there, I put a starter and the starter, you can purchase uh, powdery starter. I give a link uh, of Amazon and my book. So you put that powder in that uh, tea tea, uh, strainer and you dip it in a cup and fill it with milk and 24 hours later you have keeper it's as simple as that wow, and you can fill crazy. it with, with different kind <laughs> of uh, uh, you know milk as i told you and when i go on vacation uh, i put it in the in fridge if i if my vacation is short if it is long i put it in freezer
1: mm-hmm. and
0: when i come back i put the that the starter again and i am in business
1: wow so Tw- in, a way, in 24 it, hours right
0: Exactly. And the point is, (laughs) the point is, this starter uh, will last for life, you know, I have to bequeath it to somebody in my
1: will. (laughs) (laughs) Right, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, you're right, it can't get much easier than that. And that's something that, you know, turning the milk into kefir helps kind of digest, it helps, uh, it helps it turn, it turns it into something that the body really can easily figure out how to digest, use the proteins from it, and, and, and everything. Um, I, wanna, I wanna talk about the mung beans or the mung beans. Uh, I have firsthand experience from this. For those of you watching, the mung, they sell them at even you know, conventional grocery stores. They're, very, they're fully sprouted, they're long, they're white when they're sprouted, but when they're beans, they're green. Uh, and you're right, They one day of soaking, just literally submerge them in a cup of water, next morning, drain it, keep them moist, but they're not soaked. And then they'll develop these little tails. And absolutely, it's, it was, I think I did that probably every day, like a cup of those sprouted mung beans every day for, for several years. So hearing you say that is going to get, I'm getting back on that bandwagon because I, I could definitely tell a difference with that. You get high quality, very easy to digest protein and uh, healthy carbohydrates, good energy to start the day.
0: Uh, absolutely, and and these are the things Ayurveda suggested, right? Yeah, and we can exactly. get into mind and mental health and all that, and yoga. Uh, uh, it's it's just amazing, and so we don't need these double-blind clinical studies,
1: <laughs> right? You
0: know, uh, we all have to basically say, hey, you know, this this is something known, and we. You know, microbiome is proving it. The problem is it's so complex. Pharma is not able to find a way to create something. And that is why we have not been given all these basics knowledge that we need. Right,
1: right. No, you're right. If You know, what you're doing, what I do with just sharing information, sprouting mung beans or eating more vegetables, uh, there's not a lot of money in it. And so you're right. The pharmaceutical companies are not going to touch it because you can't put it into a pill that you can charge, you know, twenty bucks per pill for or more. Uh, it, but it is—it's simple. It's—I um, would say it's borderline common sense. I, I don't—I don't know if it's as common as it used to be. I don't know. I, I kind of have a rough time gauging whether or not we, you know, collectively are going the right direction or the wrong direction. If it's a little of both, I don't know.
0: I, I, I share with you, but then, you know, your optimism and my optimism is, you know, getting us together saying, hey, you know, look, you know, we, we can do it. it. It makes sense.
1: Right, right. And it really takes, I think, um, it, you know, if this one episode, if one person watches it and they decide to do these, those two habits that we've talked about so far that, you know, maybe making their own kefir and sprouting their own mung beans. One person does that, then that's gonna have a trickle effect. Uh, I mean, that, that recipe that I do, the, the green drink recipe, very simple, very easy. And instead of trying to you know do a full overhaul of somebody's habits and okay, now you, you need to completely change this. I said, don't worry about anything. You know, keep eating what you're eating. Don't judge yourself, just add the green drink. That's it, just add a green drink. You'll see little by little over time, your taste buds will start to change. You're going to start to crave those vegetables a little more, but don't force it. It'll happen, you know, kind of organically, naturally. And it's a, it's a nice gift to give to people like, I'll oh, just try the green drink. It's very simple. Absolutely. And you see the other part, uh, which is also,
0: of course, in my book is daily detoxification. You see, we have, uh, we, ha- we live in a difficult environment in you know, a lot of pesticides, this, that, you, we all know all that, which was not true before, but let us say thousands of years ago, as I, as I see it. But we have forgotten about how to keep our body clean. I mean, car, we do oil change, this, that. So the daily detoxification, there's a word for it in Ayurveda. It's a Sanskrit word, it's called "sach." Shach means purity of body and mind. Purity of body and mind. And for body, there are 10 steps that you take. And that is cleansing the bowel movement. And before, you know, the bowel movement has to be regular. Before you have bowel movement, you drink glass of water, you do a little bit of movement. The point is, it's like a clockwork. Then you do oil pulling, the oral microbiome, the nasal uh, rinsing, the neti, the eye wash, uh, the massage of the body, the abhyanga, and uh, uh, of course, you know, shower. So this practice was first thing in the morning and and this was just prescribed when i was a child this is what i was doing but you see we have forgotten that this is needed to keep the body healthy
1: yeah that's uh that that's good kind of simple daily strategies that you can do to like you said get that elimination going cleanse everything Clean- you're cleansing your gut you're cleansing your mind that's, uh, yeah, that's great. So, yeah, um, for the
0: mind, the other part is yoga and meditation. So, yes. so, again, that is the part of that Ayurvedic approach. And it's not like you have to, uh, you know, do Hatha Yoga all poses. You just, you know, just do a small steps as you have talked about,
1: Yeah. you know, yeah.
0: And, and build on it. And meditation yeah. is simple, basically mindfulness so that mind is at rest. It is not always humming you know, just like a car, you know, you turn it off. You know, it's it's okay.
1: You know, we we will we will survive. You know, it'll it'll restart when you're ready. And and it, right. it doesn't it doesn't take much. I think somebody who's new to meditation, one, the, yeah, exactly what you just said. It it doesn't have to be complicated. Just turn off your mind, and it's not always going to go off right away. But even just five minutes, right? If yes. you just commit at first to just five minutes, and then you'll have this feeling of success like oh I did it oh that's great then okay great let's do that again tomorrow and then let's do it again the next day and even just these little five minute increments can start to add up and start to really change the quality of life
0: yeah and this gut brain axis I don't know if you if you've heard about it this whole mental health is going to change because microbiome has given us that the gut talks to the brain and gut talks to the, to the brain you know 10 times more than the brain talks to the gut mm. um, so the food creates your mood you know so so this whole thing is body and mind they are not two separate things and the mental health also gets into this community and the and the caring and belonging and all that kind of thing which we have just gone the other way you know um, in last at least 60 years.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, it's all important. It's all inclusive. Health is not just counting calories and doing your workout. It's, it's your life. It's everything. It's your community that you're in. It's the support structures that you get. It's family. That's great. Ravi, I had a question for you. So you're an author. Um, as an author, do you, do you get a lot of feedback from people who you have You've helped influence like say somebody reads your book. Uh, one thing that I noticed the, re- the reason I asked the question is that I've been a trainer since 2004 and I, I get immediate feedback. And then when I wrote a book, I, I put the book out there It was on Amazon and I could see on this chart it was selling, it, it was selling and I was like, Oh, that's great. It felt great. But then I'm like, who Who's reading it? I wanna, I wanna meet these people. But there wasn't that, that feedback loop. Does that happen to you? Or are you able to also talk with people? And what, what is that like for you? Well,
0: uh, that's a very good question. And I'm not that social media savvy and I don't spend that much time on social media. But uh, I am very gratified that the reviews that I have, and few people have you know, called me and they said, they have basically said, you know, their life has changed, you know, which is, uh, which is a great thing to hear. Um, you know, for instance, I have a simple recipe about uh, tooth powder, which is uh, basically five spices. And uh, one doctor, MD, you know, he, he said to me that this is so good that he has told his daughters and they are doctors and they started to use it. But the point is, this is an age old recipe of five spices. Now, what are those five spices? Those are in your spice cabinet. Uh, Basically it is baking soda, it is salt, it is turmeric powder, it is neem powder, and uh, Lastly, cloves powder. Cloves.
1: Nice. And they, and you know, two of those are in neem and uh, baking soda. You'll even find those in very mainstream toothpaste.
0: And Absolutely. Then,
1: yeah. And then the other three are, are very recognized for their health benefits too. Uh, what, what's the, Ravi, what's the name of your book? Or that you said you had two books out.
0: Yes. The, the first book. Uh, which was basically I was struggling with my health and trying to figure it out, how much to uh, rely uh, on conventional medicine and then came to integrative medicine. That book is My Health is Your Wealth. The, The recent book, which is more like a handbook for living, which is based on Ayurvedic prescription and which is what I have used, is called May You Be Healthy. So this is a prayer the book is a prayer. May you be healthy, as you can see. Um, there's a feminine hand, and with incense, etc. It is a, basically a prayer.
1: Oh wow! And That's
0: I cool. hope people would be would would benefit from this.
1: Yes, absolutely. I love both of those titles. My and then my health is your wealth. I love that. Right, right. Nice. This
0: is. Uh, And the reason I'm an economics, uh, I was teaching economics, and I was looking at healthcare costs in 2000, actually around the time heart attack happened, 2003. And the reason I say my health is your wealth, because if I'm healthy, I'm using less of Medicare. And actually that is somebody else's wealth. The other way to look at it is, if I am healthy, then you know I am able to be productive. I am able to help others. So health is wealth, just not in a selfish sense. Health is wealth for community, for the country, and everybody.
1: I agree, um, and this is something that I I get into some conversations with people about this, about um, health being almost the most individualistic thing in the world. Like right, like. You can talk about how much you know. You know you can get real political and like how much help do we give to people who are financially struggling? And you know, as the government, right? With health, you know, despite however many medications they produce, vaccines, um, quarantine, right? Ultimately, each individual's health is really their responsibility, and it's not. That's not a judgment or anything, but you know, I'm the only one that has to live with my choices at the end of the day, inside of my body. However, I do agree with you that the healthier I am, the healthier you are, the healthier all our friends are, the less of a burden we're placing on other people. Um, As you were talking, as you were saying that, I was reminded of, uh, I I don't know who this, what, like what culture this is, but as they like get older and they start to oh man, I'm to- I know cats, like animals do this. Like they'll go off into the woods to, to die. Like when they're, they're like, I'm, I'm done, right? Like you don't see like a herd of cats taking care of the one, right? But I, I think like a, a, like a Native American culture does this as well.
0: Yeah, sure, but- and in Indian cultures also, the sense uh, do that. But plants yeah. do it all the time. You look sure. at plants.
1: You right, know? <laughs> right. <laughs> plants do it. I mean, it's...
0: It's it's just amazing. But, but you see, in economics, health and education, these two are called positive externality. In other words, when I am healthy and I am educated, the community is getting benefit. Whereas if I drive a car and I pollute it, it is a negative externality. Sure, so, right, right. So health and education, as you rightly said, it is our individual responsibility but the beauty is that we enrich the community also, so we that is an added responsibility for us to be be healthy, be educated, educated yeah. in true sense, yeah
1: yeah, that's a great that is a great double benefit you're You're healthy for your own intrinsic sake, you're educated for your own intrinsic sake, and that health and education transfers out into the broader community. yeah, that's a win-win for everyone, which is kind of how I uh, originally thought of this podcast is that I always wanted to create a win-win where you and I can exchange ideas and then whoever's watching, you know, can also kind of be in on that mix. So it's like a, you know, everyone's getting educated and healthy together. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And You are doing a fabulous job. Thanks again. yeah. Chris.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you again for joining me. Um, Ravi, how do, uh, wow, it's already time. Uh, I want to give you, actually, I want to go really big picture. I like doing this for the last question. Um, uh, even bigger than just health, but go very big picture, like how to get the most out of life. Uh, you are speaking at, let's say, like a graduation ceremony, or maybe you're the keynote speaker at a corporation. What are, what are kind of some keys for you to get the most out of life, and what kind of recommendations would you give to, to your audience? What, like, what's your motivational talk?
0: Yes. Um, I have four grandchildren, and I I think about them. And uh, frankly, I wrote the book for them. Uh, So, as you have said, the first responsibility we have is we have a fabulous instrument, our body. It's an amazing divine instrument. The heart beats, you know, it's not because of what we think, it is something more than what we can control or do. So, so to realize that we are all connected, we are all basically part of the bigger, much, much bigger than than we we think we are. And then We work with each other in terms of more with heart and mind will align itself. So this microbiome is telling us the same thing. COVID also is telling us the same thing, of course, in a more drastic way, that when our immunity is good, then we will not be affected by these viruses as much. And also we need to help the community. So one of the uh, catchphrase that I like is build immunity and build community.
1: I like that. Build, building immunity and building community. I like that.
0: And, and uh, it's very
1: selfish in a way because when you build community, you also
0: get your mental health.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I, said anyway. I think, yeah exactly you're right it is selfish in a way and selfless in a way because you're helping others and same thing with the health right like you said the healthier you get the more you benefit others your four grandchildren directly yes. Yes. and then indirectly with the the whole system like you're saying as far as the 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 burden or lack of burden that we place on that system um, by being healthy right
0: yes and uh... Your message about self empowerment is what is what we we need to understand that that body doesn't like pills, microbiomes don't like pills, right. and you know we have to make, as you said, small adjustments, and we are going to be you know much better off.
1: Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah. Well, um, Ravi, I really, again, appreciate you joining me. Uh, how, how do people get in touch with you? Like, do you have a website or email? How do you like people to contact you?
0: Uh, sure. Um, uh, my website is just simple, ravisahai.com, R-A-V-I-S-A-H-A-Y.com. And there, you know, my two books are there. And on the last page is a contact page and people can contact me and uh, sure, I would uh, respond and you know give whatsoever
1: I can. Perfect. Well, uh, thank you everyone again for joining us today on Health in the Real World today with Ravi Sahai. And Ravi, I wanna thank you again for joining me today on Health in the Real World. Thank you very much. Enjoyed it all.
0: Thanks for listening to the
1: to learn more.